What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Big Honker Podcast. Hopefully, everybody's made it through hunting season in one piece. We are now into the off season. This podcast is brought to you by none other than Double T British Kennels. Mr. Corey has got some of the finest Brit Labs out there that are on the market today. You can go to his website at BritLabs.com and get in contact with him there. Buy you a pet and a working dog all together at the same spot. Great package. Logan, who works for us, he's got a dog. Delta, perfect pet, perfect hunting dog. BritLabs.com. That's all you got to do. Also, we're brought to you by Hemp Hill Farm. Getting old, you get some ouchies every once in a while. There's a promo code, BHP. It will save you 20% off of checkout. They also have a way you can save 30% on your first order. CBD is the way to go. Hemp Hill Farm is naturally derived CBD. It's all organic. Taking care of all of my my growing pains. Right now, they've got a gummy sale, 20% off plus free shipping. Can't beat it. Nope. That's hemphillfarm.com. Farm is spelled P-H-A-R-M.com. I take a gummy every night for bed. Helps me sleep good. Do not wake up with a hangover. I take one about 10 o'clock. I go to bed about 1030. Usually about six o'clock in the morning, I roll out of bed and I feel fine. One other thing too, I have plantar fasciitis in both feet, both, both my feet. I tore both of my Achilles in my younger years. It's a side effect of it. When it does bother me, it doesn't very often. I take the salve or the roll on and yeah, put it on. It automatically wipes it out. At Turkey, he brung some to Turkey for us at all. Stood on concrete for, mm-hmm. for, for three straight days. Walked 10,000 steps a day. Oh, knees get a little ouchy and stuff. They got me a new blood pressure medicine. Put that stuff, rub it on my knees and joints. Feel like a million bucks. Feel like a 22-year-old after I do that stuff. Works Perfect. good. Hempillfarm.com. Next, we're brought to you by Lucky Duck. Listen, they've got a lot of products. Uh, you know, it's predator season now. You know, people are going after uh, coyotes and bobcats Shoot and raccoons. You know, the, Lucky Duck has something for everybody. They've got kennels out there. They're five-star crash test rated kennels. You can put it in the back of your truck and strap your dog down and not have to worry about what's going to happen to him in the event of an accident. Obviously, everybody knows about their, their waterfowl line. They've got the best A-frames on the market, the 2x4 blind. They're a one-stop shop. I mean, they've got everything. They've got e-callers, they've got kennels, they've got motion decoys. Uh, we ran their rotary system a couple times last year. They've also got some new products that are going to come out uh, later in the spring and summer. So check them out at luckyduck.com. They got a turkey line out there now. I mean, they've got all sorts of stuff. So just head over to luckyduck.com, whatever you're looking for. They have something for you. That is at luckyduck.com. Next, we are brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. If your coffee sucks, it is not the duck. They are growing and expanding. They've got some of the best coffee that you'll ever drink. Uh, Morning Wood, Sun's Up, Guns Up, First Flight. It goes on and on. Missouri Boat Ride Blend. You can subscribe. You can get coffee shipped straight to your door. You can figure out the delivery, how often you need your coffee delivered, and you can save a little bit of money if you subscribe to their uh, loyalty program. DirtyDuckCoffee.com. They've got amazing looking swag. Saw some of it at NWTF. Jay and Buck are great guys. They're on a whole tour with all the hunting shows coming up. So if you want to get your hands on it and try a couple different blends before you buy something, if you have a hunting show, big hunting show coming up, I'm sure they'll be there. Check them out at DirtyDuckCoffee.com. Look for them in the east on the East Coast. They're going to start being in food line grocery stores, a few of them. So anyways, check them out at DirtyDuckCoffee.com. Best swag in the market. Great coffee. It's all we drink here at the Big Honker Lodge. Next, we're brought to you by Shin Gear. My goodness, they had an incredible booth at NWTF. It was packed the entire time I tried to go by and talk to them and loaded with people. 
They're kind of tinkering with some of their waiter products. They've got the 2S system that's coming out. It's got two seams on it instead of seven, I believe. You know, if anything's going to go wrong on a waiter, it's usually at the seam. So they're cutting down the number of seams on their new waiters. The jack shirt's out. Bibs are out. I wear the bibs every single day here. Waterproof, windproof. It's all you need. Shin gear, I'm telling you, they are the way to go. The scout boot I wear every single day during hunting season. Every day. They got a brand new. They got tons of colors. Fixing to get me some gray ones. I love them. They're great. I'm telling you right now, if you wear anything outside in your garden or nothing, even with shorts, you can put them on. They slip on. They're comfortable. It's the way to go. Shingear.com. Next, we are brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. Bismuth is the way to go. Copper-plated bismuth. Turkey season's coming up. They've got all of their turkey stuff ready to ship to your door. It's all TSS. I shoot nines. That's what I shoot. I like a lot of pellets. In my mind, you send a hornet's nest out to them. The flop starts. So they've got Warchief. They've got their legacy line and waterfowl. They've got Boss Tom. The gear is amazing. Call the shop if you want any of the gear. Phone number is on their website, bossshotshells.com. We're proud to be associated with them. Yes, On the Road with Boss. Jeff and Andy comes out in March 18th, I believe. March 18th. Check them out at bossshotshells.com. Thank you very much. Next, we're brought to you by Pacific Custom Calls. Pacific Calls and Post Falls, Idaho. Anything you need. Waterfowl, geese, ducks, turkey, They've got a call for it. You know, great guys up there at Pacific Calls. They had a hell of a show at Portland. They're retooling a lot of the stuff. The PCD duck call has undergone a transformation, making it more versatile for more people to get their hands on and feel comfortable with the call. They also have the Turkey Rodeo. It is going to be April 20th, Post Falls, Idaho. They're having a big shindig up there. Bring your turkey, uh, biggest turkey with weight, uh, spurs, beard, Combine those. Biggest turkey will win $1,000 and a belt buckle. So they got a lot of cool things going on uh, with Pacific Calls. Check them out. PacificCustomCalls.com. We have a promo code with them. BHP25. 25% off your order. Not going to find a, a better deal than that. Next, we're brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries. The leader in silhouettes, silosocks. They are great. That's what we use out here every single day. It's easy to throw out a big spread. With dive bomb, you can throw out 50 dozen and it's not a big deal. Uh, they got a floater line out. They got some full bodies out there now for snow geese. Uh, and that's all going on right now. Squad Fest is going to be July 19th and 20th. The third or fourth? I can't remember. I think fourth. Uh, so it's coming up. Make plans to be in St. Louis around that time. Great guys and uh, hard workers. They're can't, always ahead of the curve. going to be a good time. Can't wait to see you there. Come by and see us. Andy will sign some titties. Yeah. Divebombindustries.com. Next, we're brought to you by the Looking Glass Podcast. Head over to their Patreon account. Get uh, signed up. Logan and Rebel, they put out a hell of a show. They got a bourbon review, and they're just great guys to listen to. The big sultry voice of Logan Pyatt. The bourbon review is worth it alone. If you're a bourbon drinker, these guys, they talk about it. They know their bourbons. Professional drinkers, basically. Looking Glass Podcast on Patreon. Next, MLR Graphics. Baseball season's coming up. You're going to need jerseys. MLR Graphics in Breckenridge, Texas can hook you up. If you head over to their website, mlrgraphics.com, you can get in contact with them. Whatever you need, shirts, hats, they can do it all there in the great city of Breckenridge, Texas. They do all of the stuff for the Big Honker Lodge, so anything that's got a Stanfield or a, a BHP pot, uh, logo on it is done by MLR Graphics. Holler at Michael at mlrgraphics.com. 
Next, we are brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. There is not an organization that is doing more on behalf of waterfowl hunters. They are putting ducks back into the sky. They are the leader in wetland conservation. Figure out a way to get involved with them. Either start a chapter, join a chapter. Your money gets put to work to put more ducks into the ecosystem for us. And they will be having a ducks, I guess it'd be a ducks event next year. There's not one this spring. Right. Spring of 2025, being Memphis, Tennessee, will be a big convention. will be a really good time. Look forward to seeing y'all there. Next, we're brought to you by Alpha Outdoor Specialties, maker of the Stanfield Stool. Save my back all last hunting season. Nice chair sets out in the A-frame. You can sit up, you can sit back, you can lean back, you can swivel. It's a perfect way to spend a morning in an A-frame. No more bucket butt for me. You can find it at alphaoutdoorspecialties.com along with all their other stuff. They've got a blind caddy. Uh, you can keep your coffee up there, your shotgun shells. You can either you can even hang a heater buddy if you need to. Uh, they are an innovative company. So Alpha Outdoor Specialties if you need a Stanfield stool or blind caddy. Next, we're brought to you by Mossberg. Don't sleep on the 940 waterfowl gun. That's what we shoot out here. Oh, everything's oversized. Listen, it's cold out there. Your fingers get cold. You need big things. The charging handle is bigger. The safety's easy to get to. Um, the 940, is it's a very, very good gun. It's what we use every single day. Uh, in the blind, whenever we get to shoot, they've also got rifles. They've got all sorts of stuff. Competition guns, handguns, whatever you need to take down, you can be shooting a Mossberg. Mossberg.com. They also are great stewards for the youth. They give us guns every year for the Gold Star Hunt, which we will have the first weekend in November, or first weekend in October up here. Thank you so much, Mossberg, for reaching out and doing so much for the Gold Star kids in the military. That's Mossberg.com. Last but not least, it is Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. You can come out here and spend time with us. Dove season will be here in just a couple short months. We've got a couple openings for that. Yes, I've got some weekday hunts during the weekdays open. Don't have a lot of weekends open. I think I got the, I may be able to do one group of eight on first weekend, which is the eighth, I believe. And then the second week in the 15th, I've got one group opening for eight to 12. And, that, and that's it for the weekends. And then weekdays, we got we can do a private group for 20 people. Anyways, that's at stanfieldhunting.com, 940-658-3172. And if you call, Jeff will answer the phone. If not, leave a message and I'll call you back. Thank y'all for listening to the Big Hawker Podcast. We appreciate it. God bless y'all. Get ready. March 18th, you'll start seeing the first series drop on the On the Road with Boss, hosted by Jeff and Andy. Thank you. Peace out. Bye. Love you. Bye. Watch for deer. Welcome to the Big Honker Podcast brought to you by Pacific Calls. I'm Jeff Stanfield with the world famous Andy Shaver. Turkey season's coming up now, boys and girls. So, yeah, Pacific's got a whole line. Go check them out. What we got about six weeks? Uh, it's, uh, fuck, four weeks in some places, three, right? Yeah, yeah, four weeks. Yeah, I'd say about four weeks. With us today. Because that's in the south. Yeah. With us today, a 
across the border from Spokompton, Washington. Post Falls, it, Idaho. I was fixing to get into Idaho Post until you just kind of Post Falls. A perfect, perfect announcement of who it was. Intro and Andy done fucked it all up. Our good friend, Mr. Trevor Austin. How are you doing, Trevor? Good boys. Good, good, good. Thanks for having me back on. Are you in the shop right now? <clears throat> yeah, well, I'm in the showroom right now. Yeah. yeah. What uh you said y'all are doing construction there. What are y'all doing? Uh, well, the whole internal of the, the main shop where all the machines are at, it's just been a wide open dust bowl since we moved right. in and, uh, we are finally putting rooms up. So the boys cleared everything out while we were gone last week and have, uh, taken the laser engravers off the buff wheels. The whole shop is shut down right now. If you want to call, it's not happening this week. Um, <laughs> it's, we have, uh, we've got fucking wood everywhere and drills. And so what we're doing is we're building an entire length, um, or a width of our of our shop and it's going to have a laser engraver room finishing room buff room sandblast room and then um i think that's good oh and then we're going to have an upstairs uh office and storage room and like a locker bay for for all the employees to put all their stuff at nice that's really nice How, um, how's yeah Ste- has stefan been around lately Oh, Stefan was yesterday. Yeah, he was yesterday. His his girlfriend left to go to Hawaii, so he decided to come by and uh, drink a couple beers, our beers, mm. and smoke some ciggies in the shop and uh, tell us his opinion on how the room should be built, <laughs> well, good for- Mr. Home Inspector. <laughs> he knows it all. I had to, we have had to deal with the insurance inspector the last two years. I had a guy come out this year, and I got my report back, and it says whoever's in charge of whether it's a landlord or the owners or whoever it is, they need to do something about the uh, flooding in the parking lot. The drainage. Listen, <laughs> the drainage. Are you a fucking civil engineer, or a damn insurance inspector? Don't have nothing. My, my my parking lot's not insured, anyways. Second, no. It rained about seven inches while he had been here two days before he'd gotten here. So yeah, there was fucking puddles. Is he from work. Texas? Does he understand how your guys' rain hits? Yeah, and it doesn't just like go into these big. He, he was from kind of cauldron. And it's kind of rain out here is kind of an anomaly yeah. anyway. So. He's a city. He well, was a city boy from Dallas, so he's from New York or some LA. He, he was not a fucking Texan. He's got all the lakes in the world. He needs. Yeah, he's not. Didn't he? But his his idea of of water storage and usage and the way to move it, he didn't know what the fuck he was doing because if he'd come back the next Hell, day. You guys get water just drains in an axe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you guys get a puddle and axe as a ruse for you. Yeah. Yes. I right. wish I'd have had my parking lot in the middle of peanut country last year. It'd been really good. <laughs> yeah, no shit. You know what's going to happen now? Everybody's going to order, and you're just going to have a backlog since the shop shut down. You're just mm-hmm. fucking. You're just going to have orders through the ass. Job security. I hope so. To catch up I on. Fucking hope so. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'll get Zach to work. <laughs> Job. As soon as as soon as I leave for Mexico. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Job security. Well, we got to hang out with a Pacific guy, Mister uh, Jamie Johnson, Stacy mm-hmm. Coker. Yep. Our one and only famous Santa Claus slash slash Jamie Johnson. See there, it's, someone's calling. It's starting Hold on. now. Hello, hello. I don't even know where the phone's at anymore. See there, we're gonna just cancel that one. That's, that's all the orders coming in. It's already started. That's it. Why isn't everything off? Oh, whatever. I don't know. We got to We finally took my phone number off the website. Oh, so can you hear it? Yeah. So they would. That's Stefan. That's him calling. <laughs> yeah there we go oh, stefan stefan is your vo- is your voicemail 
Is your mess? Stefan is our voicemail. Oh. Yeah, he's our he's our he's our voice. He's the voice of the specific calls, I guess. <laughs> I came back and and they got rid of the video, or they got rid of my phone number off the website because we finally got a, a an actual like a, a home mm-hmm. phone. And uh, and Stefan's sitting there and he's like, "Yeah, welcome to Pacific Calls." I'm like, "What the fuck? Who's putting you on this?" <laughs> he's like. Ah, this is just my job now. <laughs> so he's in he charge of voice messages. He's can't go can't go away. He's come a long way. <laughs> he's come a long way, man. Sorry from the bottom to the top. He's so, the official voice. So your cell phone was the call for Pacific calls. Yeah, and it still is throughout. You know, this. In, I mean, you can always call it. Anybody ever has questions? Anybody still has my number? It's still the same number. It's still being answered most of the time. Um, uh, but yeah, we just it started becoming a point where we needed to have a, a office phone so people can reach the shop when I'm not around and and you know get what they need. So it just seems a little bit more, I guess, professional. Someone at the end of the some day, some dumbass put my cell phone down for the judge in Knox County one time mm-hmm. on some website. And Jesus, I used to get calls all the freaking time. Yeah, my cousin Leroy's in jail. Can you get him out? Well, who, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> Call the courthouse or call the sheriff's office. Don't call me. Well, your number's on here. It's like, fuck. Blake is on his honeymoon oh. right now, and all the timeshare people have come up, and he's been putting Jeff's number down for the timeshare people. That's okay. That's perfect. No. I, I put his all over the bathrooms when I'm taking a crap somewhere. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> call call for a good time, the judge. <laughs> I'll get, I'll, I won't get even with Blake. I'll get way, way, way ahead. So there's... There's probably yeah, there there's go. probably some homosexual rag out there that's got phone numbers looking for a good time and for someone to send pics and I'm gonna have put Blake's cell number down. Hell, we should have done that when I was in Portland. You know what? Screw that. Blake wants to play that way with me. What are you doing? I'm fixing to do something real quick. <laughs> Don't be tacky. I'm not gonna be Here tacky at all. This goes. is unprofessional. What do you mean? It's what are you doing? Actually, actually, I found a company. It's called Ship a Dick. And uh, it's a cardboard cutout. We can ship him a dick. <laughs> and cardboard cutout of a cock. And then on the base, it's like on a platform. And it says whatever you want to put it. So I've got a list of folks so I'm going to start sending the ship of dicks to. <laughs> Please send send your dick pics to 308-352-8636. That's Blake Poppy's cell number. Oh, man. Well, well it's okay for him oh, to give them to the timeshares. When you fuck with me, you're fucking with the heavyweight. I'm going to get you back. That's 308-352-8636. People have rewind on this. Everybody thing. on the podcast, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Poor guy. He, and then what's Jeff's number yeah, real quick? Right? <laughs> um, but he's just trying to enjoy his honeymoon. And now... <laughs> put my phone number down. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. Well, maybe you'll get a bunch of points somewhere. We can go out to dinner one night, yeah. Jeff. Yeah, right? Yeah. You're being selfish, Jeff. You're being really <laughs> yes. selfish. Well, we're going to be in Mexico in 10 days. you want me to sign you up for all the timeshare shit? No. <laughs> no Same as no, me. No, I don't. Not but me. I'm telling you right now, Tony and Tony's college roommate and his best friend since elementary and junior high is going with us. I okay. promise you I'm going to introduce them as my brother-in-law and my uh, and his husband. His lover? Yes. As soon, as soon as Jesse told Haley that that's who was coming with, I that my everything went straight to my head. Like, Jeff is just going to dog on Tony this entire trip, and we have a gay couple. Oh, yes. everywhere we a, go. They're sharing a room, so. No, they're not. They're not? No. I thought they got two queens. No, <laughs> they got separate rooms. But, oh. but that's what we're going to tell people at the pool. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm gonna say that, that that's yeah. my uh, that's my overweight brother and his overweight husband. So be nice to him. We should get it. We should get a crown for Tony for one day. At the, <laughs> it's his birthday party. or a sash. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna sign him up for getting their, their 
bachelor's yeah. party. Bachelor's I'm party. Up to get uh, French manicures for their toenails. What? Yep. What do yep. gay couples call that? Is it a bachelor party for both of them? That's a good uh, question. I got another question to ponder. Never been, never been I'm on that either. I'm going to ask you since you're from a politically correct state of Washington, if okay. if if you if you're a kid and your parent and your and your dad's black and your mom's white, do you do you consider yourself a black kid? Whatever you're going to get more uh, handouts for. Okay. Whatever you're going to qualify for more free shit is but, what you qualify for. But no, no okay. comment. No but comment. if the dad's white and the mom's black, does the kid consider himself white or does he consider black? I mean, this is a serious question now. I would like to know the percentages of kids that are raised with a black dad and a white mom if they consider themselves like Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Does he consider himself a black guy? Or he's probably 50 or or does someone that comes from a white dad and a black mom do they consider themselves white black or what i mean i'm I'm not being a smart ass that's a legit maybe maybe they go off of what they you know what they're packing down below the waist is what they consider well i'm obviously white white, but i I, i'm just i would really i'm i'm serious i'd like to know what the national averages is on that i thought about that the other day because you uh, you see all these, it, it's. Were you taking a shit when you thought about no, this? No, no, I mean, no. Like, where did thoughts like this come? <laughs> I was, you, was. I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop the survey. And right. See who's I, was an reading, right. I was reading. I was reading an article. Had, yeah, you had to have taken a gummy. Like no. you had to be laying in bed after your after your <laughs> yeah. nightly gummy. No, I was. I was reading. You know what? I wonder what you called yourselves. <laughs> I was reading a deal on ESPN. They were talking about back to back black Super Bowl MVPs. Patrick Mahomes. He's half white. So. Why does it matter? Why can't it just be? An I'm MVP? with you there, 100. percent right. But if we're gonna, but you if know? we're gonna put people in 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 categories, I started thinking. I thought, well, his dad's black, his mom's white, so maybe he does relate more to being black. But if you had a white dad and a black mom, are you consider yourself white? Or I mean, I really would like to know what the the national averages of who they. I think what that's they just, consider. I think that's just the media if, doing what the media does. Mm-hmm. So you think Mahomes is if it proud was to be me, white? I would be whatever's below right. my okay. belt. Whatever's below my belt is what I'm. Do you think Barack Obama ever considered himself white? Because his mom was a white whore. Uh, Jeff, I, you're you're I, I, you'd have to ask yeah, Obama. I don't, well, I don't think he ever my thinks finger, anything yeah. white. Let's call him. Yeah, but I mean, he looks more. He looks predominantly black. He does. I agree with that. So I would say Mahomes he probably does it. Mahomes looks like a Mexican kid with curly hair. Right. I mean, I don't. Nah, they're not. I mean, yeah, a little Latino kind of. Latino. Here he is. It's Mexicans or Mexico. Latinx. If you're from Mexico, you're a Mexican. Okay. I hate to tell you that. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. That's from Mexico. There's a lot more than just Mexico. Yeah, like you know, Costa Rica. (laughs) We're going to Mexico, but that doesn't mean that's it. And we're gonna be around a bunch of five foot three Mexicans. But I mean, Panama. You know, people live in Panama. Panamanians. Right, but they look. Latin. What do yeah. what does Latin look like? Dark skin. Yeah, Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah. What about an Italian? Okay, I can look Latin. Hmm? In the no. summertime, I look Latin. No, you don't. I you was look darker. Like a... I was darker <laughs> than Fred Ledesma in the summertime, and he's full hundred percent Mexican. You don't look anything like. I don't know if you no. pass it, bud. See, si, senor. Yeah, it starts. Yeah. See, si, senor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll see how well that works. See how far that gets. I'll be asking for lots of ice with my water, please. Hmm, that's the dead giveaway. <laughs> Can I have some ice, please? In a little bit of uh, good time. Yeah, Jeff. yeah. You, your thanks th- for the thanks, white guy. Your thoughts. 
Anyways, let's go back to Stacy Coker. So oh, our friend yeah. Stacy Coker back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go ja- to this. One. Looks this like Jamie good. Johnson. We were in uh Nashville for Turkey. We went to eat restaurant and he looks like Jamie Johnson. We sit down and so the waiter come over and I said, Listen, can you do us a favor, please? Could we have a little bit of security over here and keep the paparazzi? We don't want them bothering Jamie. And this, this is the first night you guys the, were there? The fir- first, night? Second first night we were there, but well, the first, first night we went night. to eat re- this yeah, restaurant. restaurant. So we ate in this restaurant. Okay. And then the food was very, very good, so we went back the second night. Well, it was barbecue, so, you know. But it was good. Uh, it was good for a barbecue. For Nashville. Yeah. For barbecue, it was good. For Nashville. For so Tennessee. Na- so now you're barbecue. knocking down Tennessee's barbecue? For Nashville, it was very good barbecue. <laughs> that was as good a barbecue thing where I'd ever been. Yeah. What would you think? Well, you better get Trevor Shanahan there to tell you. Right, right, right. But he's the expert on everything. Yeah. If there's one thing Maryland knows, it's good barbecue. <laughs> and everything and everything else. <laughs> but I did like Trevor's dad a lot. I like Trevor, but I really like his dad. So anyways, the second night we go in there and they apologize for not treating Stacy Jamie Johnson better than they did. Kind of brushed him off the first night. But so they come in and they, apo- they call rude. apologize. Everybody in there would come up. Jamie, is everything okay? The security guy come across a couple of times, came down. It was a wonderful experience. Now, did... Did Stacy? Does Stacy know who Jamie Johnson is? Did you guys have to show oh, it? Oh, he knew. He just know he did. instantly. He, oh, like, he, yeah, he had already been through this before. They went to Jelly Roll concert, and Jelly Roll talked to him on the stage like he was Jay. Stopped the concert and talked to him on the third row. And J- J- Jamie, I, see now I'm calling him Jamie, and this is what my <laughs> wife said. She's like, I'm going to forget his name, and I'm just going to call him Jamie, which is fine. His because wife said he's got alter ego, and she's okay. not impressed. Right, right, right. Yeah, he, he becomes some, he becomes somebody else he when he's Jamie Johnson. <laughs> I thought he was like an FBI guy for like for 10 years. I didn't know anything. I talked to this guy once a week and I swear he worked for the FBI for four years or something like that. And then I finally meet Rutledge and he's like, no, he works for he's the a state. Defense. I don't even works, know what the fuck he actually works for does. DOD. So yeah, that goes. Okay. So, yeah. But any, and he's kind of got that, um, mysterious personality, you know, like when you talk to him kind of, you know, slow talking and kind of hard to break mm-hmm. through that outer layer. So I can see where you think he was a fed. The best when he yep. gave that he pulled a hundred dollar yep. bill out of his wallet and he gave that deal that he said here it's on me. What do you say exactly? Just, just make sure we have a good time. Make tonight. sure we have a good time. And gave him a hundred dollar bill. Yes, sir, Jamie. Yes, sir. Anything you need, Jamie. <laughs> Jesus. Anything you need, Jamie. Oh my God. And then we went to Old Reds and of course Jeff and him are just feeding off of one another. So you know Nashville. Whoa, whoa, whoa! How am I feeding off of it? Nashville's. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, right. Nashville's the bachelorette capital of the world. So Jeff's pulling bachelorette people in here women and he's like hey you you want me you know this is jamie johnson and you want to sit in his lap and take a picture you were feeding off of it you were totally feeding off of it some poor ladies he from, plays off his santa claus and yeah jamie some poor ladies from california thought they were meeting jamie johnson and it was a whole deal sign him i had to leave well well did he sign for him jamie did not sign any autographs or a boob but someone else in this room signed a boob that would be andy a male boob <laughs> He goes, listen, all this podcast all the time. I know Jamie Andy says he wouldn't sign a boob, would he sign mine? Andy, well, I guess. Got pulled up his shirt, he had a nipple ring. He had a nipple ring. <laughs> Andy didn't know what to Fuck. do. Nice. Did you have to go through it or how did you Right, yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting the nipple ring from this guy. Super he, good dude. You know, <laughs> just a guy, just a yeah. just a guy He's from truck tennis, driver. Ten, ten, yeah. So like he pulled up his shirt and there was a nipple ring, and I was like, Well, <laughs> didn't see Harry or hair was it hairy or clean? Did you have to go over uh, a bunch? It was a little was hairy. It was. It like. had an appropriate amount of hair. It had a good amount of hair. Okay. It was a man tit. It was okay. a man. It was a man yeah. boob. 
Yeah. So. Didn't know if he was getting confused or, you know, where he was from. No, no, no. no. He was a great guy. He just had a nipple ring. <laughs> but you could throw Andy for a loop, you could tell. Yeah, I paused. Oh. I paused for a second. No, it's really not a thing that you guys get day to day, you know? Yeah, I don't see Foreheads, a whole, maybe. Forehead, yeah, I don't see a whole lot of nipple rings, though. Um, <laughs> I, I, You're going to have to get your own. It was crazy the amount of Morgan Wallen fucking lookalikes there were in Nashville. They all had a 24-7 hat turned around backwards, the tight, the tight Wrangler jeans, the mm-hmm. shirt like he wore. With the first place we went, um, the first night, I bet there was fucking five of them, half a dozen of them. Every one of them, mustache, mullet, everybody's trying to look Same like Morgan look. Wallen. Same look. Everybody's dressed All alike now. Fucking crazy. <laughs> I can honestly say if Morgan Wallen walked in a room, I wouldn't even know who he was. Oh, well, that's who Alex bumped uh, shoulders with last year at NWTF. They were both just shit canned. And Zach's looking back. He's like, do you know who that was? And Alex is like, I don't fucking know who this is. He's like, that was Morgan Wallen. He's like, I don't even know who the fuck Morgan Wallen is, but <laughs> if you go on social media, everyone's looking like Morgan Wallen. Everybody. And everybody in Nashville was. It was the craziest thing. Now, ever. did did every bar have a concert going? I haven't been down there yet, and I wish I had. It was a good time. Does every, yeah. yeah. Every, nightlife is crazy. Every bar has a band going, and it was too loud for me. I was ready to go back. Old Reds sure. is my favorite I, place there, though, because it's got opened up enough. It's at least opened up. I haven't been yeah. to a bar in a very like a bar like that in a very long time, and I was ready to go back to the room pretty early. College, college day bar. College, yeah, and you know the bass is thumping. I could feel my insides vibrating with that was the every, first every, night. every time the bass would go off, and I was like, "God damn, we got to fucking go." <laughs> this is not my scene. You, you didn't jump in the middle of the mosh pit oh, and start no. bumping and grinding. No, I. You had to pull his mom out. I am not. I I have realized I am not fun at these things. I I think I'm I'm very socially awkward at these things. So the music's loud. You already can't talk. It's shoulder to shoulder. So like you basically just end up standing there with your ten dollar beer in your hand, like just kind of fucking nodding your head, like Will Ferrell and that other dickhead on Night at the Roxbury. Like what part of this is fun? Yeah, exactly. Just just doing this. I'm like, what part of this is supposed to be fun? Can't talk to anybody. Yeah, well, no. but what are you supposed to do? You, and the drinks are usually not that good. No, ten bucks for a Miller Light. Yeah, what, but, but yeah. I, I, it's a legitimate question. What are you supposed to do at these places? You do what me and Dirk do. Supposed to join the group. Me and Dirk or go dance. Me and Dirk oh. didn't go. Me and Dirk or went to that. The, me and Dirk went to the hotel lobby and Dirk and visited I. Dirk and I. And Mags and Ray Ray come over and hang out with us for a little bit, and we were happy, and that was good. And we went to bed early, and then. I looked on social media and there's my wife jumping up and down, jump, jump, like she's at a crisscross concert in 1989. And I was like, oh, God. I'm not fun at these but Andy, But I told Andy, I said, you make sure you get your mom home at a certain time because they want Mom Michelle coming in here at three <laughs> or four in the morning. And, at, and Andy said, no, at 12 o'clock we're done. And well, I mean, at 12.02, she walked in the hotel room. Where How was she? A little early. Uh, she was fine. She she could not have found her way back. She thought we had to take a bunch of lefts, and we ended up taking a whole bunch of rights. Oh yeah, she didn't ever made it back by herself. She yeah. had to somebody. There is. I'm gonna tell you right now, honestly, just my experience with my wife and my daughter in law and the few other women that I've been around in my life like that. There is no reason in the world to have a bachelorette party because I don't think there's anyone. It's like trying to hurt a bunch of drunk cats all the time. <laughs> We got to have one, like one has to be in charge. But have you one ever person. known a girls group to have one person in charge that doesn't act just like the other ones? 
Because the guys, yeah. if guys go, you know, like we saw a girl on the, on the side, sidewalk just pass smooth out and her friends are screaming at her and shit. And you wonder why fucking women get trafficked and get raped and killed and all kinds of shit. They don't pay fucking attention to shit. Well, yeah. Yeah, maybe they're not a little, uh, you know, eye on the, not the prize, but eye on the streets and the people around the surroundings. They have uh, no but you seem to always have one that's going to be paying attention to shit. And she's the one that's not letting her friends go home with the other dudes right. or the one that's like holding the hair, the one that's throwing up in the bathroom. But, but guys don't, it's, it's and, and first of all, I'm not saying that women deserve any of that bad stuff. Cause that's not what I meant. I just, it just amazes me that it doesn't happen more because they don't pay attention like they should. Like men, yeah. men. It, I think it happens a lot. Jeff. It, it, yeah. it, it's gotta be in Nashville, <laughs> Tennessee, because there are bachelor parties. If you're a single dude, you need to go to Nashville, Tennessee and just hang out, look at bachelorette parties. Cause there are a lot of good looking ladies. Jeff wanted to call oh, the yeah. ambulance on some poor lady. She's at, she's sitting there. She's got her she's friends not sitting there. She's, she's got it out. She's got her friends. She's doing what she needs to do. She's throwing up. She, <laughs> you know, might not be mm -hmm. totally conscious. Might not be totally conscious. She <laughs> was one second away from being freaking Jim Morrison so of the Je doors. So Jeff, oh, so Jeff just jumps in. Ambulance. We need an ambulance I didn't over do it here. That way. We I said you want me to call an ambulance. What I asked. And her they're friends. like, no, 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 no. We don't need an ambulance. We yeah. don't need an ambulance. Please, let, like, she's fine. Let's just let her throw up. Just like, no, she needs yeah. an ambulance. She's going. They're like, sir. So I had to pull Jeff off from fucking calling an ambulance on this poor lady having a ten thousand dollar hospital bill. She's probably got an obituary today somewhere. She was fucked up oh, bad. Well. I mean, she couldn't even pick her fucking head up. And I'm gonna tell you right she was now, vomiting. It wasn't like that's, her friends are gonna drunk. and her friends yes. wasn't gonna be able to carry her fat ass. She weighed about two fifty. She, oh. she was out. Shamu. I'm big yeah. time. Well, she looked up at me and her eyes were crossed. She had throw up all over her face and shit. <laughs> she was fucked up. I was like, she needs some help bad. She does. You, 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 something bad's going to happen. She but, needs some crackers, maybe a banana, a little bit of water. She'll she, be fine. She needs mm -hmm. a box of fucking Ritz, some cheese, 10 fucking Ivy. Something to soak it up. She, yeah. she was in, Get her a loaf of bread. She was in bad shape, but her friends are just screaming at her. Get up, Priscilla. Get up. You're ruining she, it. She can't get up. <laughs> You're ruining my trip. 10 o'clock. Yeah. You're already I, passed out. I think she had the bride sash well, on. Well, sure. Well, that makes sense. Sure. Then. Well, that's the friend that you don't want to invite because they get too drunk too yeah. fast, and then someone's got to take care of them. And, and then that whole group's talking about that one person, and well, they showed up. Ruined their night in Nashville. We went to. Ruined the night. We, we went to a bar, and um, we went to John Rich's bar first, and it wasn't bad, but we went to Old Red's, and it's funny. They pat down all the guys that come in there, and then they don't do the girls. Fuck, I'd be patting down the girls and let the guys go by. <laughs> yeah. What kind of well, there, You can this? probably see the knives that are sticking on the side of their heads. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and Jamie called me over. He's like, Andy, what'd you do with your blade? <laughs> my, my knife? Like, I fucking turned it in like you're supposed to do. <laughs> Nobody's getting my blade. Uh, he, he walked outside and come back in and said, I hit it. I hit it. It's in my shoe. <laughs> We're good. Nice. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> Hold on. Where the hell did he... Sh how did he shove a knife in his shoe? Took his shoe. He wears... A, he, he wears a a hey Dudes. He doesn't wear socks anymore. He told us. Oh. Yeah. Said, he bought these Hey Dudes. I don't have to wear socks anymore. The most comfortable thing you ever put on, so he just slipped it off. High and, top Hey Dudes at that. Okay. Yeah, they look nice. Oh yeah. Like boots. yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt bought a couple of this last. Oh really? Week. They look nice. They look nice. Yeah. I think I'm gonna. Get... There was a beat. There was a big Hey Dude booth down in Portland. I think I'm gonna get a pair if I can ever get to the big city to buy some. Well, I got Amazon. I'll just order them off off there. They look nice. They're you know they're class yeah. classy Hey Dudes. So uh, yeah, yeah. Matt Matt set looks like Jeff's uh, like the callbacks we did of Jeff's shirt. Oh really? 
Yeah. Plaid, huh? Maybe they stole maybe they stole a Jeff shirt as well and made them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have yeah. to look that up. I bought some uh LL Bean. They got some moccasins, uh like high top type moccasin shoes. I wore them so much yesterday. They're comfortable as hell. But I've just never heard it. You need like a full plaid bathing suit get up. Wait till you, you know? see what I'm wearing to Mexico. I got me one. I got the I got Did the you? onesie. <laughs> so you don't get burned. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, I am going to get burned. Last couple times we went to Mexico with y'all, me and Michelle had been in Mexico a couple weeks before, so I got to fry my skin two weeks and oh, get a pregame. There ain't no base on this white shit. Is white, white, white. You haven't tanned either, have you? Yeah. No. Me and Andy in the same boat. Michelle's no. dark as hell. I'm Jess, over it. Jesse Always. came this morning and tanned at the house, but I'm not getting into nice. tanning bed. I'm I just ain't got time for that shit. I'm gonna come down to your guys' house and tan up for a game. All right, good deal. Yeah. Yep. Pre pre game in don't, Texas. Don't y'all have tanning beds in uh in Idaho or Spokompton? <laughs> I just I'd rather go to yours. I appreciate Jeff. that. Makes much more sense yeah. to do it that way. Hundred percent. I think so. Way more economically friendly and uh it'd be good. Good times. Yeah. So we'll switch gears to Pacific. Y'all have a little contest going on. Is it a contest? It's called a contest, isn't it? Look at it. We've even got banners. The turkey. I can't find the zoom or the focus point on this. The turkey rodeo. Turkey rodeo, April twentieth. We're excited for this, man. What is it? Having an what? So what it is is we're doing biggest turkey wins. uh, NWFTF rules. NWTF rules. Beard, spur, and weight added together. Biggest bird. First place is a thousand dollars grand prize, and then you get Montana silver belt buckles. For first place, and it can be teams of two or, or one. So have have so we got the belt buckles? You done? have to shoot. Have What's we that? got the belt buckles done yet? Uh, they're not here yet, but yes, the, everything is being the made design. right now in Montana. So they should be here the first week of April. Um, everyone <laughs> needs to go if you want to be a part of it. You have to sign up before uh, April first uh, with your fifty dollars entry fee. You get a T shirt, a dinner ticket, and then uh, we're uh, the beer is sponsored by Outlaw Beer. And so we'll have all the beer for free and, um, you know, kid friendly event, everybody event. Uh, we are going to be requesting people to bring in their turkeys from 4 PM to 6 PM. Dinner is going to start around the 4 5 o'clock and we're doing a crawfish boil. Um, so just a big hangout and beer drinking and good times. And there's not going to be, you know, we're not going to really have any like, uh, music or anything going on, but just, just dinner and then scoring for this. Uh, like I said, first place is going to be a thousand in belt buckles, and then second, third, we have a lot of badass uh, prizes that are coming in from Gunner and Boss and local companies here. So I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, we haven't really held an event like this ever before, so hopefully it doesn't get fucked up in some <laughs> way. But um, uh, it should be it should be running good. We actually started planning this pretty early, so I think we have most of our stuff lined out. Uh, for this event so it should be a good time who was the brainchild of this excited kind of all of us me zach and Jurgis started all talking about it uh i was gonna go to a turkey tournament over in uh, carolina with my buddy last year but i couldn't make it happen and they have uh that kind of just started sprucing the idea up in our heads of like hey we can we can host an event and our plan is to host an event at least once a quarter here at the shop um, just to get people in and out of the shop, um, you know, showing what we have, showing the showroom, uh, showing people how we make product and just hanging out and building that culture is kind of what we've always wanted to do here at uh, here at the shops. But our old shops have never allowed us to have people over, you know, 
you have three people in there and that's fucking too tight. So now with the new shop, we're able to host events, have people come and, um, you know, really experience, you know, how we make calls and, and just kind of get the feel, the vibe of Pacific calls. And we figured, you know, what's a better way to start off with the Turkey rodeo, um, this spring, you know, most of the shop has been put together over the last year and, you know, we're finishing everything on the inside right now of, um, all the, all the different rooms that, you know, help out, keep it clean and, and show the process, um, the way that we've always wanted to show it. So, um, it's coming up pretty damn quick. Should be a good time. I met the owner of Gunner this weekend. Addison. Addison. Not a very yeah. nice man. Yeah. Addison. Super real, nice. real nice guy. Super nice guy. And I, great product. Mm-hmm. Great product. Yeah. So everybody, I mean, you shoot your turkey and just head up to the shop and weigh it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to allow any state, but realistically, right. Montana, Idaho, Washington, Oregon, if you can get close enough over on the east side, it's only about a five and a half hour drive from Portland to the shop. So there's a lot of turkey hunting along that corridor um, in southern Washington and northern Idaho, uh, northern Oregon. So we're hoping that people, you know, come from Portland or even come up in this area. It's kind of, you know, making people come to either a new area to be a part of it or uh, people are having to wait because our, our opener is April 15th, and that's for the state of Idaho and Washington. I can't remember Montana's or Oregon's, but I believe it's about the same. So, you know, you've got a little bit of time to scout and find your spot. Um, but that first weekend in this area is always just chaotic with, you know, tons of people coming from the Seattle area, coming from Oregon, coming up, you know, shit. There was people from Mississippi, Tennessee. Uh, God, there was a guy from Texas. There was just a lot of people that – um, have been traveling into, you know, the Northern Idaho and, and Eastern Washington to come shoot turkeys. So, you know, we thought what a better way to get more people involved into this awesome sport. And, uh, and then the turkey hunting around here is plentiful. So it, it shouldn't be too challenging to find a bird and, you know, really track it down that day. Cause you have, you know, your morning, then you'll have your 11 to one or 11 to two time to shoot a bird. And then your evening time to go shoot your bird as well. And, rip down to the shop and get it checked what in. do you think how, what, what's the weight you think gonna win it's a combination oh god yeah i don't know jeff i i've never even been part of a turkey tournament i'm just learning all, more about how to you know how to measure and, and see what's going on you know if i was if i went to that one in you know carolina last year to have a lot more info info on what's like the average but i have no are we idea, doing po- are we doing honest. polygraph tests make sure nobody's sticking you know Stuffing right. them with dead fill, uh, fish fillets. No, no, we we hope people bring that. Um, <laughs> really juice this bird we'll up. We'll actually supply it down the street. It's five bucks a pound. Um, so, you know, we're trying to capitalize however we can. Right, 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 yeah. Like, listen, this is the first year, Jeff. Polygraph. Um, I, this first I've never year. looked into how much a polygraph guy costs. I'm assuming it's a substantial amount of money. So, you know, let's just yeah. let's just see how much let's just see how big of a problem Not in our budget. Let's just see how big of a problem the lead is and then we'll reassess next year. <laughs> I thought about <laughs> Exactly. I thought about doing a varmint contest out here and then I started doing some digging and stuff on it and they're like, "Well, you don't make any money." I said, well, "I ain't doing that shit then." It's a whole, nah, fuck it, whole lot out. of work if you yeah. can make some money on the damn thing. But they have a, it is. They have a contest in San Angelo. They do a varmint hunt and they have a big cat contest. And I think the the person that won the big cat won forty eight thousand dollars on the bobcat. Jesus, damn, and, damn. You know, and it was I don't remember how big. It was a pretty big size cat too. I can't remember how much it weighed. I just looked it up. It's a day and twenty seven minute drive for me, so I don't think I can bring my Texas. Bur- I don't think I can bring my Rio up there. I don't think he'd make the drive. Yeah, probably not. It probably wouldn't be that good. You probably lose a lot of that moisture seeping out. Well, oh, not the way we'd cheat. 
Well, yeah, that's the big base <laughs> up before we get it there. It gains weight the further north you go. We're gaining seven elevation gains. Yeah. It's a, th- yeah, it's no a 38 pound that's Rio. That's the tricky part is you you have to shoot it that morning. We were, you know, we were talking about doing, you know, like a 48 hours or, right. you know, it opens on the 15th. You got to freeze your bird and bring it in that next morning. But, you know, we don't want people to not take care of their, you know, their, their animal after they process or after they shoot it. And um, the chances of losing weight because of sitting and, uh, and, and losing whatever it's going to lose a moisture level or the water content inside. So we just determined like it's got to be the morning of. It's going to be like a fishing tournament and morning of until, you know, 4 p.m. is start of check-in. We have our local Delta waterfowl. They're going to help us do the measuring. So Alex and I and the boys can kind of focus on everything around here. Um, our buddy Clancy, who's been on the podcast before, he's going to be doing uh, – he's going to be handling all the crawfish boil. And um, and then Derek Helms over in uh, – or, yeah, Derek – I don't know if Helms is last name. But anyways, Derek uh, with Outlaw Beer, he's – they're sponsoring – um, the the beer for the for the occasion so. is outlaw is that uh, uh, Pacific Northwest beer or is it everywhere? No, no, it's I think it's more Midwest, um, Colorado. I think they have a they have a, a warehouse distribution center up in in Missoula, so that's where we're going to go pick it up. Oh, perfect. It is. But I think Derek lives in Wyoming, so it might even be a Wyoming beer. I'm not sure where it's from. It's going to be fun, y'all. Y'all had something else not too long ago, wasn't it? Or was that just like an open house type deal? Um, I the last event we had here is we had a group of college kids That's come up from was. the, yeah, from University of Idaho in Washington State, and uh, they're actually coming back up in the twenty on the twenty third of March, and we're doing so. The first one was duck call, so we had I think it was like twenty two students come up. We showed them the whole process of how we make calls. We had a lot already pre made. Um, but they were, you know, they were in charge of buffing their own call, gluing the band on, tuning the call, and then, um, you know, kind of we just sit there and watch and make sure they didn't cut their mm-hmm. fingers when they're, you know, cutting the cork and or call parts flying everywhere when you're buffing because that can definitely happen. So this time we're gonna do goose, and that'll be uh, the end of March. So it's a it's a good little time. We just set up like a little lunch with them and. They bring 20 or so, you know, college students up and we show them what's up. So what is everybody thinking of the new PCD design? People, it's, it's getting a really good response. Just the, the different read kit is helping out. Um, uh, just, just the, you know, versatility of that call. It, it is a good duck call, but a lot of people, when they pick up the initial call with how we had it tuned, they would overblow mm-hmm. it. And so it was, um, you know, it's just something, you know, you notice when you go to expos and it's great to get the feedback and watch, you know, experienced callers to beginners and how they pick this call up and approach it. And, uh, you know, it was something Alex and I've been talking about for years is designing read kits for, um, you know, just, just not the normal standard cut that we offer, but expanding it because we have the power and the ability to do it. And, you know, why not, you know, show what these calls can really perform with. And, and so the PCD being one of our big staples in, the, in our company was the first one for us to really push and do that. And so now it comes with a, a seven read kit. Um, and you have, uh, you have, um, a, a larger dog ear, you have a small dog ear and then a bullet. And then each of those models will have a wider, uh, a, 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 a larger width read with it. And so it's just helping different style of, of callers be able to use that call because the deck on that is a, the, the tone board is, is a really good tone board. 
Do so. you see that with duck calls mainly, like with the uh, different ways that people use a call? Because you were you said a lot of times guys would uh, overblow on the PCD, but do you see that with like a goose call, or is a goose call a goose call a goose call? If that makes sense. No, you see it. You see it in all. It just depends on how you tune mm-hmm. a call, right? You know, a lot of our calls are known for being easier to use. You don't have to use your balls to blow it. Um, they're, they're quick, they're responsive. And so just tuning it to that right person is, uh, you know, it's, it's important to do because you can, I can send out a call here and just, you know, okay, that's, you know, this is how it sounds great to me today, but you pick it up and you're like, what the fuck Mm -hmm. is this? And so I, I really tell people like, if it doesn't sound right, right away, like, don't be afraid to call me, you know, don't be afraid to tell me like, Hey, I'm putting too much air or it's too heavy or, you know, whatever the issue is. And so with, with goose, it's pretty easy just to, you know, retune it right there on the spot with a duck. I can't add material to the mylar to make it a heavier style of call, or I can't add mylar to the side of it to create, um, uh, a more raspy side to a raspier style of duck call and, uh, or more dog eared to make it, you know, a cleaner cut. Um, so goose is generally a little bit easier, you know, pop it out and shave it. Um, or, you know, tune it heavier or lighter. Yeah. See, but I like the PCD just whenever I got it out of the box. I never had any issues with it. Mm-hmm. It's, it fit well for you. You know, and like that's that's the person that we were targeting with that style of cut and how we had it. But then there was people that were like, oh, I want more rasp built into it or a little bit more hold. And so that's why we came up with a different dog gear uh, to help that call produce that sound because it, it can produce that sound just not with that reed cut that you were getting in the initial uh, call when it was sent out. People can be a pain in the ass, Trevor. They sure can be, you know, <laughs> but we love them. <laughs> but that's why we love expos, yeah. you know. That's that's why it's so important for us to travel and go to these expos. And, God, I wish we could be at every expo. But, you know, it, it, it's, you know, you want to go try your gear on. You want to go try out the call. I mean, it's 150 200 bucks. that's – a lot, that's a lot of money for folks to just go dump on something you see on Instagram. And if you have the chance of blowing on it, checking it out, if it may not be in the retail store around you, then what's the better way? You got to go to the expos or go to that call maker's manufacturer. And we're over here on the lonely island in the West Coast. It's hard for a lot of folks to come and see us. Right. Right. Um, and then um, what y'all are, you've made it into what, three different colors of the PCD? Or it's black, white, and then a wood, right? Yep. So there's, there's always going to be a black, there's going to be an ivory and then a wood and the woods just going to bounce from different woods, whatever we get in stock at the time. So right now I think what we have left is some Bacotti and then we just did a, a run of hedge that we haven't released. And so we'll probably start, you know, we'll, we'll go get some cocoa and, and a couple of other woods that um, will be coming out this summer for that line, but we're good. We're going to keep the wood limited. So if people are interested in the wood and you know, it's one of those you better jump on because once those, you know, 10 to 20 sold are, are sold, then we'll jump to the next wood and, and go to onto that. Is that a pain in the ass, like getting your wood supply in order? No, we do so much wood from turkey mm-hmm. calls to, you know, our own calls and, and, you know, other people that do want wood calls. So we have a you know easy access to, to the wood that we need. Um, and there's great suppliers in the industry. And, um, and so we work with, you know, different imports as well. When we looking for, you know, large prod or large bundles. of What's it. your favorite wood? Um, African blackwood or, or probably cocoballo. It's just, it's denser. It's darker. The grains, I, I love like a true, like chocolate, like dark grain. Um, 
and it, it, it has a little bit better of a pitch, in my opinion, because it's got that denser wood. Um, but, you know, a hedge and Bacotti and some of the lighter woods, uh, maples, you know, they're, they're, they're a great, you know, sounding wood. And, you know, they've been used in the industry for forever. So I just prefer the darker yeah. wood. I might have to. Oh, and you're sold out. I just looked it up of the PCD online. Yeah, well, we just got back from the Portland Expo. And that pretty much cleaned out what we had left for inventory um, for this last bit of the month. So it's time to restock and, and get going on that. But we uh, we were just down in Portland for the last week at that expo. I know all my calls are white, but I really like this matte black one. It's sharp looking. With the, mm-hmm. uh, with the gold band on it, it really pops. And there's something when we when we sandblast a, a tone board, it just takes care of all the little imperfections that a machine may have left on it. And something that when you go back and start tuning up, there's just there's something where that sandblast is just making that tone board like that much cleaner. And I I, I personally think they run a little bit better than like a standard polished insert because we're not going to go sandblast it and go polish it. it it's impossible it, it looks like shit when you do that so um the best way is is you know make the whole call matt and and we do sandblast the tone boards and, and it helps out quite a bit and now y'all on the on the uh tuning kit y'all have a qr code and you can just scan that and it'll go yeah. right to the video yep it just describes what each read it doesn't describe what each read does it just it just describes what each read is. And so it'll show uh, the bullet read, the the um, small dog ear, the large dog ear. And then the last one is uh, number seven. And that's just a long cut. And there's only, uh, it's a custom cut. So you do whatever you want to do to it. And then what, I mean, it's just trial and error on how you like your dog ear. Yeah. And so each, each, uh, each read has a little tab at the bottom, so it's super easy to insert onto the tone board. It slides right into the spot it's supposed to get into, and so you don't have to really dick with not trying to like make it level or even on that. Um, you just worry about which side is up and down. And then when it comes to number seven, you want to re, you know, you want to experiment on your own. You know, it, it, you can do your own dog ear, you can do your own length, and it just allows that people to go. There's so many people that want to just tinker, mm-hmm. and um, and that's the read that will allow you to tinker and figure out what you like and what you don't like. I would never figure it out because I get a call like I like it, and that's just it's just what it is. It's just it is what it is. Yeah. It does it does its job, and you're good. Yeah, with it. but then then you have the guys that sit there and they like. Like they analyze the shit out of them. Hold on, I got another one. Man, it is I'm, coming in. I'm telling today. you, because they know your shop shut down for the week, so they're like, oh. Exactly. Exactly. So that's going to go. I don't know why I can't get the volume. Maybe that helps. Stefan anyway. will answer it. It's okay. Yeah, Stefan, Stefan's in right now. He's, <laughs> he's got it for us always. <laughs> so it, it's been, a, you know, it's been a huge change for the call. And it's been good to see it because the Portland Expo was the first one where we were able to see that and uh, and have people try it out. And you would start with, you know, the, the first read, which is number one, and that's the standard read cut that you have in yours. And then if it doesn't work well, then you can go over to the bullet read or you can go over to the small dog ear and it's kind of it's kind of awesome to see just the different change in it. Right. Yeah. I'm, but I, I yeah. don't know. I'm not a tinker. I find what I like, and then that's just it is what it is at that point. I've got it. Forget yeah. it. Got it. Got it, and it works. Why change yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. I know. But maybe I'm missing out on something. I don't know. 
It could. It could. It could open up your horizon. I'll send you a repack down. You can I'm not good. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Just, just, <laughs> just uh, you know, just send me what. Send me the standard shit, and then that's all. That's really all mm-hmm. I give a shit about. Because it, because it works. That's okay. Well, and because it that? works, you know. Yeah, yeah. Whatever works works, right? So, but it's it's it was nice to kind of change the call up because we took the engraving off. We we added the engraving to the back side of the tone board. So we just made it look a little bit more sleek, and you're going to see that in some of our line uh, coming up this this off season. Is we'll be changing some of the older models out to have more of this uh, simplistic style and um, add a little bit more creativity to the recuts and design of it. So we're gonna we're gonna re- redo some of the the old calls this year. Yep. that will follow along that kind of PC. <clears throat> right. Um, what do y'all have anything new coming in the uh, in the turkey line? Uh, the turkey line for this year, we have a new box call. We kind of just updated it a little bit. Our our um, our dueling kings box call, so a different wood, um, some different um, thicknesses on the walls. It's just it's going to run a whole lot smoother than uh, what the previous one was doing. And then we'll have our custom pot calls. Uh, we've got some um, like red slate, some green slate, and that's a little bit higher end cut of a slate, and it has a richer tone. Um, and it's it runs just amazing. And so we'll do small runs of those. I think we'll do probably two sets of them, so maybe forty pots each. And those will be released, you know, towards towards the middle of March, getting closer to to our season is when we'll start doing those. But um, everything that's coming out on Friday is going to be the updated uh, pot calls. They either have like new artwork to it. Uh, mouth reads are going to have different color tapes this year. Um, same cuts, getting rid of some of the some of the ones that weren't so popular, and I think we're going to add one cut. Um, so we'll have about uh, eight 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 cuts this year, um, and then also what we're adding more to the lineup is is three packs, and I think the three pack is really nice. So you can get um, you don't have to go buy one at a time and figure it out. You can get three of like the main cuts. Um, I think the one are is like a ghost cut, a combo cut. And then um, like a V cut, and then we'll also have another pack that's like three different styles of bat wings. The bat wings are super popular. Mouth read, and so we'll have um, a three read bat wing, a two read bat a bat wing, and then one that's a little bit looser in tension, so you can get the different varieties in that. And so we're just trying to add what we've already built and just add more to the ones that are already in our lineup and just give it, um, a little bit of boost into the, to the mouth cuts that we already have produced. So is, is, is it the redesign? Is that what y'all guys teased on Instagram yesterday? 223. Yeah. The redesign, but I think it's going to be more of the release of the Turkey rodeo is, is the big drop for that. And so people can see that they can sign up for this and just start getting that getting that fire rolling for for this expo or for this uh, tournament that we're going to put on, and that'll be the big that'll be the big release. The custom pots that we're going to come out with that'll be you know later in March, um, and then everything will just be back in stock from what we have coming back from the Portland show. So that'll be the the main release for two twenty three. What was the Portland show like? Nuts! It was, it was our biggest show we've ever been a part really. Of. Really, uh, and I haven't been to NWTF. Mm-hmm. Zach and Alex went last year, and you know said great things about it. Um, but uh, Portland, you know, that's our, you know, it's the Northwest. That's where we're from. That's kind of, you know, it's where we started. Is this flyway, and uh, you know, we have a lot of good friends in that in that region. 
Um, but the expo center is um, three huge expo halls, and then there's a smaller hall off to the side. But there was probably over I don't know 600 vendors in this Jeez. thing. A lot of boat, a lot of boat, uh, big game. You know, Meat Eater was there, First Light, Phelps, Born and Raised, um, and then uh, you know um, other other archery, tons of archery, tons of fishing, waterfowl. There was just you know uh, us. Born and raised Phelps, and then one other um, small guy out of California. Super nice old dude out of there. But uh, it's a huge, it's a huge outdoor uh, industry as far as what people can go and do in the Northwest, and that's what this show provides. And it's a five day show, so it's fucking long. And it starts at eleven, ends at eight, ends at eight every single night. Saturdays from ten to eight, and then Sundays uh, ten to six. So it's a it's a beater, man. It beats on you from standing there and talking. I don't know what the end count was. Um, you know, it's well over 50,000 people coming to this expo. It has to be. And so you just, the, the amount of folks you get to see and talk to is, is overwhelming at some points, but, uh, it turned out, you know, one of our best shows that we've ever been to. Have you ever thought about doing the Harrisburg show? That's like two weeks, isn't it? Ten days or some shit like that? Nine, yeah, it's nine days, and it's it's oh. just it's hard for us, obviously, being across the fucking yes. world from it. And nine days long is a lot to take us out of the shop or take us out of the hunting season during that time frame because we still have a lot of opportunity to go hunt towards the end of January and into February. We have a lot of third season um, that we can go target because, well, I mean, we were in Wyoming for, for that time frame. So um, it just didn't really add up. But one day we'll head out to that that way. I would love to go there to see the largest show in our country. Uh, it seems like a beating. Which one? Harrisburg. It's not as good as, it's the, not as, good as the turkey one is. It's not even close. Well, he was saying Portland, uh, best show they've ever had. I got a piss. Well, that's because they're local boys there. Well, I, yeah. We, uh, well, local, like local does obviously help us, but just the, the amount of people, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. You go over, like you head towards your guy's way or you head to the Midwest and everyone just duck hunts and you know, they duck hunt, maybe deer hunt, but you come over here to the Northwest and everyone tries everything from elk hunting to backpacking to duck hunting. And so it's just, it's a huge spread of people that either kind of do it or, you know, they, they really do it. So it, it, it was a pretty interesting, uh, demographic of folks that come in and duck hunt in this, in that area. I've been to the Harrisburg show. We did it one time and I told Dirk, I wouldn't mind going next year. I'd like to go for, I'd go for half of it and help them for half. I don't want to be there 10 days. I mean, I would, if they really asked me to, but it's, it's really a good show. There was a lot of people through there. There's a lot of people from yeah. New York City. I mean, it's you get so there's such a huge population in that within 300 miles mm-hmm. of it. You get a lot of people. The thing that cracked me up more than anything was the busloads of the Amish people that come there. <laughs> I'm serious. There'd be a school old school bus that. pull up. Yeah. There'd be 50 Amish dudes get out of it, and you've seen I've and you've seen a lot of that. Guys out there. I, yeah, I've talked to some guys out there and like they'll just get swarmed by the Amish kids and they're just buying shit left and right. Deer stands, deer feeders, whatever they can buy, whatever's in the rule book that they can. Man, they come in there and just take it. <laughs> Maybe instead of buying. So sales, sales have to be good. <laughs> it's not like they're busy at home cleaning up their farms. So there you go. No, God, no. No, that- not at all. But that's the cool thing about that show is, you know, like you have so many big cities in that area, you know, within three hours. And that's similar to Portland. Like I ran into a bunch of people that came down from Seattle. It's a two and a half hour jaunt. People came over from Walla Walla, Tri-Cities. That's three hours. And then you have the Portland and then the greater Portland and down to Southern Oregon. I mean, Portland is is in a true hub 
compared to like Seattle. Seattle is, you know, you got to go across the mountains. You got to go over the pass. Uh, for us and people on the east side, you just follow the Columbia Gorge all the way down to Portland. And, you know, it's fucking, it's actually really easy to get to. So I think that's one of the big turn-ons for that expo. Was it homeless as bad in Portland as I say it is? Yeah, no, it, it is. Um, you know, it's it's funny to talk to the boys that I brought from here because I'm from Seattle and I know what homeless look like <laughs> and I know what tent city looks like. Um, but it is, you know, you drive down any road and you see a tent, you see a van, you see some shit pulled off. And even in the nice neighborhoods, um, I did uh, – one of my buddies is becoming a cop uh, actually this week. He should be in Portland, and they're actually doing a lot of hiring right now um, and bringing the police force back into into Portland. So it's it's good to see it and, uh, and and hear about it. So they need it. You know, they're you know they're actually talking about legalizing drugs again. Oh. Weird. Um, legalizing it. Could, you making it illegal? Or ele- making it making it illegal, not legalized. It's already legal. I just don't see why anybody would want to have meth, heroin as a fucking legal substance. And you know, that just stupidity. That's what one. Uh, we were walking to Broadway one night, and or no, 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 we weren't there. Kaylin was coming back from Boss. She was coming back to the hotel. And uh, somebody stopped her and they're like, hey, got drugs here. Marijuana, meth, coke. What do you want? And the people she was with, they were like, that's a drug that wants to kill you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, uh, that's one that definitely got fat. Right. Yeah. 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 But, uh, you know, I, I, I don't have a lot of experience with drug dealers, but I, I don't remember uh, meth being like something that they just, you know, come out and like, hey, I'll, got honest, it. I've had everybody offer me to buy, to sell me every drug in my life except meth. meth. No, oh. never meth. Well, ne- never been on their, really? Never no. been on their top three never, bestsellers. No. Never, never been I walk in a room, nobody goes, that motherfucker out there, it's got the teeth. I bet he needs it. He, he needs, needs meth. meth. Yeah, I, I've, the only time I've ever been asked to, to buy meth is when I was thirteen. God, I'm I, doing pretty good. I didn't even have meth when I was thirteen. Yeah. I mean, we had it, but yeah, well, I didn't do it, Jeff. I mean, I was just offered it. Like they didn't say, "Yeah, here you go, kid." Well, he tried to. I was, ja- I was like, "No, no, no." I was in Jamaica one time, and a kid swam up to me on a swimming one of them floating platforms, and he had a tennis, yeah. he had a tennis can, the old tennis with tennis balls come in, and he come up to me, and says, "Hey, man, you want about coke, ganja?" Got pills, mm-hmm. him in that deal, and he. I was like, no. Now watch that little fucker swim. I bet he swam three miles that day from all the way around the bay. You could see him just going from one little platform to another, trying to sell shit. But he was in shape. Oh yeah, he's a skinny motherfucker. I'm telling you right now. We were we were down there for our honeymoon, and they had a little like water inlet coming in and out right next to our hotel, and the the public they would jump down in, or the drug dealers they would jump down into that across all the hotel. Um, property lines and come out to this point and then you would walk to this point and meet your drug dealer and then you know you walk over to the next beach or come back to your beach and they would always just huddle in this one spot it was super funny um i had Haley with me and this guy's like hey what do you want you want coca do you want weed and i was like yeah yeah what do you got let's see it and Haley's like what, what the, the fuck are you doing <laughs> and this guy actually pulled it all out and i was like no i was just i'm just kidding i don't want any of that <laughs> well i'll tell you what you take you smoke marijuana in in Mexico or Jamaica, you probably be all right. But you start taking any kind of anything else with fentanyl today, you're you're putting your life at your own. Oh, head. sure. A lot worse. A long yeah, time ago, drugs aren't fun anymore. Yeah, a long time ago, if you took something, you might pass out and might get a penis put on you. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, you're good chance you're going to the other side. You're yeah, dead. It's just you don't get a chance. Did you see Phil, my pharmacist, his uh, TikTok yesterday? Mom sent it to me. I didn't watch it. You don't want to watch it if you're going to go to a Mexican mm-hmm. pharmacy. Oh, well, I'm not going to go to a Mexican pharmacy. We did last okay. time. We did last time. Hopefully. He's, Knock on he wood. Said, Knock he on said, wood. do not. Buy, he said, unless you see locals. If you see locals by there, you're probably pretty safe. But he said, otherwise, 
He said, with fentanyl, I wouldn't take any chance on anything you get because when you buy those antibiotics, there's a chance maybe they got fentanyl in them even. So the Tylenol 3 that we bought last year? I think it was prepackaged and sealed up, right? I don't think. I think it's made well, by Well, you don't think that they fucking have, oh, have yeah. a cellophane you don't think these thing? Oh, yeah. dealers have shipwreck anymore? Well, yeah. No, 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 no. I think <laughs> they're going to have their own packaging. <laughs> right. You think it's going to look? I th- yeah. I think they're. You can order this shit on Amazon. They're going to pack I it. I think they're made in the same place that the merit, the same thing you buy in America. I think they're just about the. So now I got to throw all that shit away. No wonder the time and all three works so well. It had a fucking dose yeah. of fentanyl in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fentanyl in it. Yeah. Your back feels yeah. great. Well, he, fuck, yeah. The, Can't do drugs anymore. He had the sniffles it's this morning, dumb. and he's dead now. Oh, damn fentanyl. Yeah. I bought... Um, Can't have that. But I bought inhalers over there, and so far I'm okay. I would buy stuff like that again. I would just buy anything that's a, uh, a pain medicine and stuff like that. I don't think I'd buy... So no Tylenol 3. I, I don't. I don't. I think those were gel caps. I think they're probably they're probably good. I don't think they're gel capsules. They are. I've looked at... I've taken them before. Oh, well, Jeff's 3. okay. They're gel caps. They're, they're all yeah they're all we're, we're going to Maine. we're going to maine this summer the whole family and one of the guys hunting with me was from up in new hampshire he was here the last weekend and we were visiting and i was asking about what to do in there he goes y'all do a lot of hiking look at me do i look like a fucking hiker to you <laughs> no one hiking you know put your beanie on jeff <laughs> what's wrong with my beanie no, you're gonna have to put it on. You're gonna be uh, you're gonna be all into that hiking now. Shopping at REI. Get your, get your back. Get your Danner boots on. I don't own it. I don't Danners. own Danners. Yeah, I've never been to REI. Hey, so did you? Are you gonna go hiking? No, no fuck. No, I might go for a walk, but I ain't going hiking. <laughs> How far have you walked this last week? Oh, ten thousand steps almost every fucking day. Oh. What about since we've been? Is back? there a challenge for? I haven't every done day? any Well, I mean, he had that back. he had that heart heart scare, so I, I thought he was gonna, you know. All during hunting it season, it was well. Once hunting season's over, I'm gonna start walking 90 miles a day and 90 miles a day. I walked 10,000 steps every day in Nashville. I walked a lot so yesterday. I counted. No, I need to. I need to walk this afternoon. Is what I need to do. Got to 85 degrees here. It's perfect walking. Weather it is good. I'm gonna, I said, yeah, I, go get your tan I said on. I'm gonna I'll, walk down that gravel. I'm gonna road. go walk today. How I am, far? I will. I don't know. I'll walk two miles probably. Ten? Two. Oh, if I can't walk ten miles, I got to half a marathon. You better start. He's going to get stuck yeah. halfway. You better go get him. Shout at 8 o'clock in the morning. Where are you going, Jeff? I'm going to walk to work. I'll be there about 4 o'clock this afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully yeah. Andy's got the podcast. Yeah, right. Because I'll be dead by the time I get hey, there. Hey, do me a favor. In about three hours, bring me a gallon of water, please. I'll be halfway between the lodge and <laughs> yeah, home. Yeah, no kidding. You got the team that follows me there? That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. he doing? Oh, he's walking to work. Well, we'll make sure you come to the gym with me in the morning when we're in Mexico. That ain't happening. Okay, Let me tell you something. Andy and Jesse ain't either. Andy and Jesse made fun of you in Memphis. No, and Dinesh, yes, I didn't make did. fun of you yes. at all. Someone said something yeah. about a gym. Yeah. And Blake. Andy goes, fuck that. He goes, Haley and um, Trevor, they'll make use the bench. Make everybody feel bad. They'll make everybody feel bad. Go to Being the gym. Yeah. He said, we ain't going to fucking gym. He said, they go every day. Because that's just, what somebody's. Just trying to look like you, Andy. Just trying to get that dad body. Right, going, right. Yeah. Well, it was Dirk talking about it, wasn't no, it? No, it was Blake. We were FaceTiming Blake. Yes. Because he was at the resort and he said, there's crazy people here. They go to the fucking gym every morning. He's like, I see him walking out. They're all sweaty. He's like, I'm not going to the gym. Like yeah, I'm not going to the gym. Fuck no. It just you know it feels good, and you can then you just start pounding the drinks at like ten o'clock at breakfast. Yeah. What time do y'all go? I might come with you. 
I don't know. It depends. I mean, now we're recouping from having a kid, you yeah. know, so it's going to be nice to sleep Andy, in. Don't don't you know? don't put yourself in a box you don't want to be in. I'm not putting myself wait, in a box. I'm just getting the information. You, wait till you get there before you commit to something. You're going to be like that first night, like, fuck, I got to meet them at 6 a.m. in the morning. I was going to sleep in this morning. <laughs> fuck this. Yeah, and there's not. that's not happening at all. See, not and y'all are at a bigger disadvantage because you're coming from the West Coast, so you're like two hours behind. See, I, thought, Our time. I thought about that, too. Yeah. Because when I was on the when we were on the West Coast a couple of weeks ago, wake up at six thirty in the morning. And I'm thinking, fuck, I've slept in today, and it's six thirty, six a.m. Yeah. You go to the gym at mm-hmm. six in the morning. Fuck, that's four in the morning your time. Mm-hmm. Completely screwed up. Well, I mean, I usually am up at like five thirty, six o'clock. Like I can't sleep past that. It's pretty hard for me. Oh, Haley can keep going. She can fucking sleep till nine, ten, eleven. No, eleven too far. Nine or ten, she could totally do it, but I can't. It's impossible. I start twitching. <laughs> I start thinking. You need, you need to get to the pool. <laughs> when I was in Nashville, it was that way because the show opened eight thirty nine o'clock. Yeah, and then like you know, you start thinking about the day, and so I was up by six forty five, seven o'clock every day. I could have slept another hour, but mm-hmm. it's just your brain starts racing. You think about all the shit you got to do that day, and what's well, a good time? And then you're worried like, fuck, yeah. what time do they say we were meeting downstairs? And then that's going through your head. Mm-hmm. You're like, was it eight thirty or nine? Or was it eight? Fuck it. Let's just get up and go downstairs. And then what restaurant are we going to? It's a lot of decisions. Right. We didn't do that in the mornings. That was always in the evening. We actually, we'd get yeah. up and go straight to the, we'd you know, had breakfast at the hotel and we'd go to the, to the booth and we'd work and then we'd go eat at dinner at nighttime, but we didn't lunchtime. We ate in the booth. Mm-hmm. We had, I ate more yeah. cheese and crackers there than I have anywhere in my life. Mags brought a bunch of cheese and sausage, goose sausage and shit. That's what we ate the whole time. I took the boys to uh, a crop, Acropolypse. If you ever been to Portland, you've been to a strip club. It's the best one to get steak and legs. Acropolis, and you sh- Acropolis. It, it's known for its steak. It's a, like a ten dollars steak, and uh, you can get up to twelve dollars steak. Um, but you get to eat right there, and then the stripper is right there. So whatever you're into, you know, eating while watching this, you got it. If you want to get your own table, you can step six feet away, and you can sit down and eat there. I'm more of a man that likes to sit and watch pretty close. Um, And so Zach and I are sitting at the table, and I look, and Matt is around the corner, and he's talking to this gal at the bar. And I'm like, who the fuck is he talking to? It was this lady that was there by herself, and she said it was the only bar in town for her to go to that was close enough. Well, little little did we know, Matt was hitting on this mom that was recently divorced, and uh, she looked at him. She's like, are we fucking here? Are we fucking at my house? Whoa. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so he looks at her like, are you being serious? Are you being he looks serious? At Yurgis, he looks at Yurgis. He looks at Yurgis, and we just got all of our dinner, and he's like, Alex, I, I just ordered dinner, and Alex is like, it's a $9 steak. Leave. Get out of here. <laughs> so is she pretty good looking? I never saw her face. I actually never was able to, to see her face, but let's say he came back home at 2 in the morning with a hell of a story. It's a $9 steak. Leave. We'll eat it. $9 steak. Was it a $9 steak that was a $50 steak, or was it a $3 steak that was a $9 steak? It was a nine dollar steak with a five hundred dollar charge at the end of the night for me. So yeah. Good lord. Ooh. But was the steak was, any good? Was the food? It was good. Was the food oh, pretty yeah, good? It was great. I would have another one. Yeah. Tony and Chance used to go to a place in Dallas and they would eat at a strip bar that had like a buffet. 
And they said the food was really good. I mean, it was like the best meal in Dallas for the money in the day during the day. See, I don't know. This just seems like a health concern to me. Like, you know, you got the dancers That's... up there and she's like sweating and throwing shit around. Like, I'm going to end up throwing, with hair or vaginal fluid on my steak. Like, this just this, this seems. You got more to your enchilada than you wanted, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't yeah. want to get the tacos yeah, exactly. here. I, was, this just seems, I... I don't know, like I could contract <laughs> something in my food. Well, you know, that was a funny thing. I got to plug my phone in real quick. They don't but that was a funny thing. Is I'm sitting there with I'm sitting there with Zach, and Zach's a very clean person, and he's probably the cleanest in our whole group here. Yeah, and he's having the time of his life. And they had um, this one gal came out, tatted as all could be, and our food sitting there, kind of in front of us. And he had a beer, and she and she gets up right in front of us, and she just does the splits and just throws these legs down. And my fucking steak jumped up like five feet in the air, and the beer's everywhere. And then the, there's a security guard. <laughs> he came over and he's just like, "That was the fucking coolest move I've seen by her in a long time." <laughs> and then we had this big thing about getting Creed involved. You know, we really like Creed, and so arms wide open, we I paid this chick twenty bucks. There's such a you know dump of a trip club that they have their own little jukebox thing on the wall and they don't have a DJ so there's no deep so this voice is not a high coming end on place. This high they're end. More this known is for their high end. They're, 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 yeah, they're, they're really known. So we actually used to know. Stephen and I used to know the owner of it. We knew the kids. We knew one of our friends' uncle actually owned the place. So we actually used to know the owner back in the day. Um, and I believe they had like the guy had his own, uh, feedlot. And so he would, it was all his own beef back in, way back in the day when it started. And so that's how we got the name for steaks and legs. Steak and legs. Yeah. And then, you know, like what yep. if she just gone to the bathroom before and now she's clapping her ass in front of my steak and that stuff's just coming out of there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm no fun. Okay. Uh, Depends on how close you want to sit. Alex and Alex, our buddy Pat, they sat behind, but. Zach and I, you know, we're we're definitely more upfront, visual kind of people. So it's called Acropolis. Acropolis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeff's looking it up now. We're planning our next family vacation around Acropolis, Acropolis. Portland Steakhouse. It's not. It's not <laughs> you don't want to see the reviews because <laughs> COVID really hurt it. COVID, COVID really put a damper on that. COVID, COVID really hurt it. Yeah, COVID didn't do any good for it. That's for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. It's just, it's one of those things you got to go do when you're in Portland. Tuna salad. Oh, <laughs> wow. it. don't get that. That's the first thing that's on no, the menu. You don't, you don't, uh, you don't want that. Well, it's funny because we want Valentine's Day too. So there was a bunch of couples sitting there. Oh God. You know, we had the one, one old dude by himself and he pulled a couple chicks, you know, that were there randomly, but there was just a bunch of solo folks there. And uh, Matt went home with one of them. 16 ounce T-bone, 1150. Damn. That's a good price. Oh. Finger food. I'm telling you, and it's an actually good fucking steak. Six six. I mean, it could steak. be good too. I got medium rare. Fucking had a little bit of blood, a little bit of glitter. It was great. Glitter. Six uh, sixteen <laughs> ounce steaks for what? Eleven bucks. Sixteen bucks. Eleven bucks. Yeah. Fuck me. That maybe you can't fucking. Maybe I will go to this place if I'm ever in Portland. You fool. Well, next year, well, boss was supposed to be there, but they had all the shit go down. So I mean, too many expos in one weekend. Yeah. Um, so next year you can represent boss out there. I might, I might have to do it. Go to, go to steak and legs and get, like you said, get the glitter, mm -hmm. get the glitter on the steak, get the glitter on the side or on top. You know, it's a little salty. It's like Johnny season. What was the, uh, what was the dance like to arms wide open? It was impressive. Really? Yeah. It was the whole, the whole bar started singing Real. the whole bar. Everyone started singing, you know, we're all fucking arms wide <laughs> open. The strippers singing and dancing. She had a great time. 
Um, yeah, it cost me 20 bucks for, you know, five minutes. Well, yeah, that's not that bad of a bargain. So, ha- <clears throat> oh. so what do you do? You just pull her aside and say, hey, this is a song you're going to dance to? Oh, God, when you're the only ones up there fucking throwing cash on the floor, they kind of just tend to, you know, funnel to you and you get to have fun and kind of control the scenario. So Zach, Zach, he was the one he's like, can you play this song? And she's like, give me 20 bucks. And I was like, fuck it. Here you go. I would I would try to find the most obscure song for 20 bucks to see Mm -hmm. what this girl can dance to. Well, you know, you got to get the vibe of the bar as well. Right. So we're kind of a grungy little Mm -hmm. place. So creep kind of hits. Yeah. When we were at the bar the first night, I thought this couple was going to have sex on the floor. They were heavy oh. makeout session, hands in pants, and doing like, it up. Watch out, Jesse, because wow. if, you know, if they get to rolling around, the floor is going to get wet. If they get to rolling around, they're going to take our legs out from under us, and then we're going to be in the dog pile with them. <laughs> I didn't land here. It was not my fault. <laughs> steak and legs. Oh, Did you ever go to that steak and legs with Chance and Tony, Jeff? No. No, no, <laughs> I was yet. never, I was never much of a strip club type of guy. Titter, the titter, titter. We've been to so many bad titters this last year. I had to, I had to get rebound and go back to, you know, Portland is known for good ones. So Where, they got a ton got of it. them there. Where is the worst titter ton. that you've been to? The one in Little Rock. That was, that was t- the worst thing I've ever experienced in my life. Really? Yeah. Or the one in, uh, we went to Sacramento a couple weeks ago and we met up with some of our uh, Vancouver buddies up in Canada and um, some other folks, and we went out. And they literally still had it as COVID distance. You had to be like six feet away from the the deck or the dance area that the strippers are on. And so we're sitting there, and Zach and I are like, you know, putting our, our dollar bills because you can't fucking airplane <laughs> it that far. So I've got to bundle them up in, in a baseball, and then we're chucking them at them. I'm throwing the money, chucking, and then all of a sudden, this girl, she slides down and looks at us. She goes, don't fucking do that, and turns around and walks what? off. She got off the dance floor. I'm like, what? Why? why? Everyone else here's, is doing it. Why, why are we the Here's what a strip. This is what you're up yeah, here doing. This is what the stripclubguide.com says about Acropolis Club. Stripclubguide.com. It, it isn't every day Boy. that you drive by a building that's painted to resemble the country the owner's from, but that is what you see when you drive by one of Portland's not Portland's nighttime landmarks the acropolis the acropolis are known by known as the acrop is one of portland's oldest gentlemen's club Mm. family owned and operated family owned that's what cracks me up since 1976 yeah they got a little reese running around there acropolis is famous for many things from having a large array of beer on tap four stages filled with some of portland's most recognized and sought after dancers We met we met one of them. And a sure. renowned selection of steaks at a very reasonable price. Yeah. That's a bargain. Mm-hmm. We there was one gal she was dancing and she had this big old tattoo right underneath her boob and it said titty punch. <laughs> and I was like, what the like what is this about? And she goes, There's eleven of us up and down the coast that are strippers that all have this one tattoo. And I looked at Zach and I go, Well, it looks like we're we going gotta on a find tour, buddy. We gotta find the other ten. Mm-hmm. Mm. How did Archie handle his so first hunting show? Archie was good, man. He had a blast. It was uh, he. Would, Haley flew in around one or two o'clock, and then picked him up. The expo center's down the street, so I was able to bring him over to the show. And he just ran around and kept fucking grabbing everything, slapping boats, grabbing fishing rods, blowing on calls, and uh, it was cool to see him. And I'm excited to start bringing him to uh, to the expos later in life when he can, you know, be actually a part of it instead of a, you know, year and a half. But you're, uh, 
Yeah, I think that was the second expo that Haley's ever been to mm. as well. Your Acropolis strip club days are going to be ending pretty quick when Archie's going. You better find the other 10 soon. <clears throat> no, no, we just got to find a babysitter, Jeff. Haley's <laughs> down, so, I mean, why do I have to fucking stop? <laughs> Haley, Haley likes to titter also? Once in a while, I can get her, I can get her going. See, women always get more attention at those things than the men. Mm-hmm. Yep, they do. They do. And uh, she would have probably got a lot of attention at this yeah. one. Not a lot of women there that were really pretty. so no. even on stage or just in the crowd? Mm, both. We had a couple good ones, but the crowd in the stage was you know, was, there was a C squad and then we had one A but went back down to C and B. You know, Tony posted on uh on a Islama Harris page that we're gonna be there on Facebook. We talked about this. <clears throat> no, I know that, but I'm just very worried about the crowd that that's going to attract. Hmm? The upside down pineapple people, the swingers, Jeff. Because Tony posted on there. Well, I just you know I don't know. So you think he's open what, to all these swingers? I, I think I think Tony was putting chum in the water, <laughs> trying to get people out there. Hundred <laughs> percent, trying to get it set up. If you actually look in that group, because I'm part of that same group, <laughs> and someone posted, they're like, "Is there a sex shop on the island?" Oh, and then a bunch of people are like, "Do you, you can hire this private lady? She has everything." Blah blah blah. And then there was one person. She's like, "Why do you need a sex shop?" And this other person goes, "Well, you're boring to travel with." <laughs> yeah, I just I don't, I don't know what kind of crowd is gonna. So we can we should get Tony. We should get this lady lined up with Tony without telling Tony, and have her show up with all the dildos in the world. God. And he can set up his weekend. That's a twelve inch Tyrone there. Mm. <laughs> God. Oh, God. I don't know why he does this. Here's your horse. What? I don't know why he does this. <laughs> I have no idea. Big enough crowd. He's, we got you know, just finding friends. Finding friends. <clears throat> just wanted to blend in. Yeah, fuck, he's standing out. Well, he knows he's going to have to step away because Jeff is just going to be like, he's gay. You're right. Gay. <sighs> fuck. It's going to be a good time. That's though. your brother. I'm excited. That's your brother. Jeff. Well, we don't know That's that. Brother, we don't know man. that for sure. You did this. Jeff. I think my mom had an affair. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know never know we'll never know all right oh. all see, right. You, see you in 10 days we'll see uh when, when did y'all's flat land i have no i i think we come in about the same time as you guys we do. land like I early in the morning i think we get there like 10 30 i don't know did y'all get we're leaving we're Are we leave spokane at seven to, to get to seattle by eight i think we hop on a flight from like at 10 p.m or something and so we get there pretty early. It's going to be a long fucking night travel, but you know it's worth Do it. Y'all, did y'all get private transfer to the island? Uh, we got transferred to the ferry, I believe, and then we're walking on the ferry. All right, because we got a private boat that's taking us across, I think. Jesse handled all this. You got, you got your own boat? Yeah, we got our own boat that's taking us across, I think. I don't know. I, I just think show up. I, well, Haley might have scheduled that with Justin. I don't, ha- I don't have a clue two. at all. All I know is we are flying first class on Spirit down there, first which class is, on Spirit you know, back, which means we're just getting to the, the plane front for of the other, plane. Back of the plane for other airlines. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully you get on it. <laughs> hopefully we'll, <laughs> may or may not be there. Yeah. Spirit does. Never know. Andy's going, so who knows if he this does. Will this, will this, will border crossing. this will be my fourth Spirit flight. Three of them. One was not very good. The other two weren't were real good. The other two were real good. Had no problem at all with them. Blake did say it took two hours to get through customs. Jesus. So. Where are they, they at? Like they're in Cancun. Riviera Maya. Cancun. Same thing. I mean, they went to Cancun okay. Airport. 
Yeah. That's one thing I did like about Cosmail yeah. was flying directly to Cosmail. Yeah, that yep. was nice. Yep. All right. It'll be a good time. Nice. We'll, so, well, we'll see you on the beach. Soon, and that's it. Uh, PacificCustomCalls.com. Start burning them up. They're not, yeah. uh, well, you know, shops closed for the week. So make sure they got a big order to shops. Make sure it's hell. Make sure it's hell back. when Trevor's on the beach and Zach's having to catch everybody up. Jamie Jamie Johnson just texted me. He's got COVID now. Oh, perfect. Oh, good. Awesome. That's great. Now we can't <laughs> no, say right. anymore. The tour is over. <laughs> the tour is over. Not going to oh, happen. Fuck. All right, bud. Love you. I'll see well, you soon. Well, all good. All right. Bye. We'll see you soon. Love you guys. Bye. Poor Jamie Johnson come down with COVID now. Yep. Hate to hear that. Hate to hear that. Yep, told him to take some ivermectin. Mm-hmm. Get that old mectin in ya. Get that old mectin in ya. All right. We got anything else to talk about? I don't think so. What we got? What's our next podcast? The women. The women. Oof. Did a lot of talking. Did a lot of listening. All right. Thank y'all for listening to us. God bless y'all. Check out all of our sponsors. If you want to dove hunt, I've got the second weekend in September. I've got one group left open for eight to 12 people and i've got some weekdays i can do some private groups and that's it for dove season november's about done on goose and waterfowl season for next year so if you want a november date and you're not down on the if you've if you booked when you left you're on the books don't panic but if you did not book when you left you you better if you want november between now and opening part of season till christmas you better book it pretty fast thanks god bless y'all peace love you bye watch for deer Go check out all of our sponsors. Go check out Mossberg, MLR Graphics, Boss Shot Shells, Pacific Calls. Use the promo code BHP25, Dive Bomb Industries, Dirty Duck Coffee, Shin Gear, Looking Glass Podcast, Lucky Duck, Ducks Unlimited, Double T British Kennels, Hemp Hill Farm, BHP's promo code there, Alpha Outdoor Specialties, and Stanford Outfitters.